Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello and welcome into another episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm happy that you decided to tune in today because today I am going to share with you some thoughts I have that I've actually put into my latest blog, and it's a blog about the power of the tongue. As goal setting and getting mamas and mimis in midlife, it is really important that we control our mindset. And part of mindset is the mind, both the conscious and the subconscious mind. We are told, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, We are told in the Bible that on a daily basis, we are to renew, renew our minds so that we can be transformed. So we don't just renew our mind because we can. There's a purpose in it. And the purpose is our transformation. Goals are a way that we can continue to expand and continue to become, to be transformed into the person that God wants us to be. Going back to the power of the tongue, there's another verse in Proverbs, and it's Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So this biblical truth comes to mind frequently, and that's why I want to unpack it today. How can something as small as our tongue cause death? On the flip side, how could it cause life? You know, the Proverbs are thought to be a blueprint of wisdom for us to refer to in all of life's challenges and opportunities. And there are multitudes of decisions and choices we make every day of our life. And in times of confusion and uncertainty, such as you might be experiencing right now, The book of Proverbs is a good place to spend time to refresh and restore and renew your mind. As I already mentioned, you know, our minds have two parts. The conscious mind, which is the thinking mind, it's the one that produces our thoughts, which turn out to precede our words. And the subconscious mind is the other part. Our subconscious mind is both friend and foe. Why? Well, Our subconscious mind has no judgmental ability. I believe I talked about this in my Pesky Paradigms podcast. Listen to that alliteration. I've talked about this last week. So anyway, any thought that you repeatedly think or any words that you repeatedly say take root, deep, deep root in the subconscious. And from there, all future actions you take and emotions you experience arise. Therefore, the fruit that grows in the subconscious mind is either nourishing, which we want, or poisonous, 
which we definitely do not want. The words implanted there are what cause life and death as you consume them, as you eat them. Mind you, and no pun intended, your thoughts and your words have impact on more than just your own private subconscious mind. Oh yeah, your thoughts and your words are pinging the subconscious minds of everyone who's in your vicinity who's listening. That's right. Everyone that can hear you is being affected by the words that you say. I've said this before, but it bears repeating. Speak life especially to youngsters in the environment. Kids younger than eight years old are the most susceptible to the words and the ideas that surround them. As little children, they have not yet developed the abilities common to you and to me. They don't know how to discern or to question or to refute or to reject or even to ignore words that they hear. Now, I know that's open for interpretation because I'm sure... You have experienced time with your littles where it seems like no matter what you say, they're ignoring you. But stay with me on this. It's imperative that we, the adults, protect and nurture all the young young kids around us with loving and kind and inspiring and helpful words. In this way, they shall eat of the fruit of life. You get it? As kids continue to mature and as they get into adolescence and then the teenage years, guess what? It's even more important to guard the words that we say around them. Kids that age begin to reason and they use their logic, but if a repetitive theme in what they hear is that they are lacking, that they are unworthy, that they are lazy, unlovable, even stupid, then they mimic these thoughts and they begin to model what they hear. So the more that they hear it, the more they model it, and it becomes a a self-fulfilling prophecy. So in this case, death of their spirit, their ability to dream, their use of their imagination in positive ways, that's what happens. It can be irreparably damaged. So speak life. Guard your thoughts and your words around other adults as well, ladies. Not only yours, but the words others say too. This beautiful, smart, accomplished older woman that I know often says words to herself in the hearing of others like, I'm so stupid. I can't fill in the blank or I just don't think I could ever fill in the blank. And when I hear hear her say this, I usually kindly but firmly refute what she said and encourage her to say more positive things about herself. You know, it's a work in progress because we habitually think and say much of the same things over and over and over again. You know, that's how our paradigms, our our intrinsic, our deeply held beliefs and convictions are formed. It's the repetition. And it might seem innocuous or it might seem harmless to, you know, be flippant and say things like that. But believe me, when I say that you're the part of your mind that is responsible for your intuition and your imagination and the building of your beliefs. That part of your mind is always receiving this information and it has no choice but to receive it. It's stacking and layering all the words that it hears. It's taking it in with no filter and adding it into as a deposit and building your belief, your internal belief 
slowly but surely. So guard the thoughts and the words that you let in. Notice what words you're saying to yourself. What do your conversations with yourself and with your creator sound like? Are you planting words of life, of growth, of meaning, of purpose, of love deep within your subconscious mind? How will you know? How will you know? Assess the results you see in your life. Your life ultimately is going to reflect on the outside what you say to yourself on the inside. Ask yourself if there's any lie that has taken root in your life. The lie that you're unworthy or that you're not lovable, that you're not capable in some area that's important to you, that things will never improve, that there is no hope. If so, make a decision. Just do a 180 with the self-talk that you allow. When you notice a negative, repetitive thought keeping you from the abundance God wants for you, then refute it and do it in Jesus's name. Replace it with an opposite thought or a better thought that serves you. Make your mind your servant, not your master. Repeat the things that you want to believe over and over because it's the repetitive nature of our words and our thoughts that cultivates the fruit in our mind. Remember, just like it says in Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So choose life. Speak life. Speak life to your kids, to your grandkids, to your friends, to your spouse, and probably most important of all, speak life to yourself. Can I get an amen? Father in heaven, I thank you for the ladies who are tuned in today, and I lift each one of them up and myself so that we might all be careful and be guarded with the thoughts that we allow to be expressed into words. Father, help us to be people who uplift and encourage all who come into our circle of influence. Thank you that you hear us and that your desire is to help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, ladies, that's it for today. Go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.